0: Hey, everybody. Drew here from the Planet X Cinema podcast. Happy holidays and welcome to our holiday episode. Uh, Blair and I recorded this face to face with two mics and we had a little bit of an audio hiccup at the beginning. So if you're not sensitive to that kind of stuff, just go ahead and jump in and enjoy the episode. Uh, But if you are a little more sensitive to that kind of stuff or you just don't want to struggle through it, go ahead and skip ahead to about nine minutes. And um, hey, thanks for listening.
1: Planet X Cinema is a pop up movie theater showing righteous trash cinema. Each week on this show, the Hicks brothers meet to take suggestions for new movie titles from the Planet X Faithful and turn them into brand new films. It's fake movies from the minds of madmen! Attacks, must oh Boy, I'm sitting
0: here trying to think. How am I gonna get into this one?
1: Here oh, 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 oh! A happy, merry holiday season to you. Holidays!
0: It's it's the holiday time here on Planet X, <laughs> and uh, the snow laries roundabout, deep and crisp and
1: even. It does, and we're keeping warm and toasty inside with uh, hot beverages and a roaring fire. And we let me let me fill up your hot cocoa there, please. Here, why don't you? Why don't you do that for me? Mm, mm. Mm, marshmallows. Mm. Mm. What? Fuck, no, burn my tongue, burn my roof of my mouth. <laughs> and we've gathered the entire Planet X Productions team around. Right, everyone's here. Everyone is here.
0: Great year, everyone. It's a great first year for our podcast, and as one of the co-CEOs of Planet X Productions, I just want to say, top-notch work this year, folks.
1: Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, it's a big empty room. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, they're all here. Mr. Busey's? Mr. Busey? Oh, both Busey's are here. Mr. Busey? You know. I can't do it. It's like Supreme Court.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was so nice of Gary to ask if he could bring Jake. And we were like, of course, kids are fine. It's a very, it's a very kid-friendly party. Your Spouse or girlfriend, but you brought your son. That's okay. Your adult swole son.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Willem Dafoe is here. Willem Dafoe is here with Ernie Reyes Jr. And to see it in person is... We
0: have all four Crypt Crushers.
1: That's right. They're all here. You, they, we're literally hard eagles pouring out of just everywhere I look. There's hard eagles over there. Oh, there's a hard eagle over there. They're just everywhere. everywhere. The place is lousy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, it is, it is the holiday season, and so we, we wanted to do something a little bit different uh, ordinarily on this show. You know, we take your hypothetical, hypothetical movie title suggestions, uh, we turn them into new uh, Righteous Trash Cinema. Um, we're going to do something a little bit different for the holidays. We thought we'd do kind of a, uh, a special episode. Um, but before we jump into that, um, I do want to mention this episode will be coming out before our next screening, uh, which is uh, Friday, December the 28th, the Friday after Christmas Uh, We're showing a trio of bizarre holiday specials uh, at an event that we are calling Hail Santa. Planet Xmas 2018, Hail Santa. Hail Santa. Um, May he
1: reign forever in blood and infamy and... And and tinsel. And tinsel. Blood, <laughs> and blood, and tith- <laughs> and blood into- that's not bad actually blood and actually that might have been in my Yeah, just check the submission list, <laughs> just check the submission um, list.
0: <laughs> so uh i i do wanna, i don't want to bring that up we are going to put out another episode uh similar to our time cop one where we talk about the three movies that we're showing uh and why we're showing them do we want to briefly tease what those are
1: yes because i know that there will be people that don't really care to listen to that particular episode so just in case you are planning on coming to Kunstler um, on the 28th we are going to show um, Rudolph's Shiny New Year mm-hmm. and Nestor the long-haired Chris, uh, the long-haired long-eared Christmas donkey as well as we wish you a turtle Christmas the live-action Teenage mutant Ninja Turtles Christmas special. We're also going to play some games. Uh, it's going to be just a big Planet X. Weird, trashy Christmas party. Yeah. So please come and invite your friends. And, um, you know, if you don't really care about how your children's minds develop, by all means, bring them, bring them along. Like, it's.
0: Oh, it's Lord knows we were weak. We, so so, we turned out just horrible.
1: Wow. Just <laughs> garbage, garbage people that we turned into. Yeah,
0: but it's, it's three super weird Christmas specials. Uh, we just, we like the idea of, at the holidays <laughs> instead of doing a. Uh, uh, you know, one one movie or another uh, to do kind of a, a weird little showcase and make it more of a party.
1: Yeah. More about kind of inviting people in. And also it was kind of an excuse for us to, like, I, ge- I genuinely enjoy watching all of these Christmas specials, but it, okay. defi- it definitely lets us lean into genuinely weird stuff that's maybe not you know n- none of this stuff would last for like a full 90 minutes so it's fun to be able to just go like here's a weird little piece of something
0: here's a weird little something yeah I mean, they squeezed about 37 minutes out of Nestor <laughs> the long-eared Christmas donkey and by my reckoning that's about 30 minutes
1: they they got almost they got yeah they got almost 24 minutes of we wish you a turtle christmas and it is a
0: horrifying
1: horrifying display of just like we give
0: up costumes. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about all of those films on a special episode. Yeah. We why they're great and why they're horrible. And, uh, and so tune in for that. But this week, it's our uh, Planet X holiday party. It is. Um, like we said, the whole office has turned out. And so we thought we would uh, do something a little different this week and kind of play some games and have some fun. Um, and to start with, uh, we thought a fun way to get into it would be to talk about our favorite righteous trash movies that we discovered this year. Right. Um. You know, it's, it's kind of fun as the streaming services have added more and more films, right? They've added... It's really hard for them to get kind of the big budget AAA kind of stuff... Um, but apparently very easy for them to get a lot of righteous trash. And so that's actually where I've been getting a lot of mine this year is just like on Amazon and on, uh, well, mostly on Amazon. But um, they added a ton of like 1950s B movies and some some monster movies and stuff. It's been really fun. There's even a few
1: grindhouse movies, which is interesting to me. The other thing I would say is that you and I both follow and kind of interact with different communities um, online that do similar stuff, whether it's like B movies or monster movies or Mm -hmm. Grindhouse, Sleaze, whatever it is. Um, There are so many great people out there really skirting intellectual property laws on YouTube and like helping me out. When we we first uh, started Planet X uh, two years ago, um, the first thing I did was I got on YouTube and I made a handwritten list, which I actually posted a long time ago in the Planet X group of... 35 films, I think, and they were all on YouTube. <laughs> Battle Truck, uh, Battle Beyond the Stars, like, movies I actually own. I just knew they weren't. So I watch a lot
0: of full yeah. movies on YouTube. It's, you know, those can be of, like, really questionable quality, too, right? Like, sometimes it's not the best experience. But what I like about what the streaming services have done is, like, like some of these films... I haven't seen them since they were in physical VHS copies. Yeah. Some of them I never heard of. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Like just super cool. Um, and it's just a fun way to, to kind of discover those movies. And I know there's a lot of podcasts out there um, like D minus and stuff that are that are watching a lot of those and talking a lot about those. So um, anyway, that's just where I found most of mine. Um, I had a couple, though, that I wanted to mention. I'll let you go first. And then I actually have a request for the Planet X community that I want to bring up at the end. Oh, that's fun. Um, the first one I want to talk about, um, and I do have, like, one favorite, but just quickly to get a couple out of the way. Yeah. I talked about it on an earlier episode of the podcast, but The Hideous Sun Demon, uh, amazing 1950s classic drive-in B-movie, uh, kind of a reverse werewolf story. The guy turns into the monster during the day, and at night he's, like, an alcoholic who goes to jazz clubs and has, like, this flame with this kind of... Marilyn Monroe stand-in, uh, and it all ends in this like industrial complex with them chasing this lizard man around, and the sun is his like nuclear powers. It's just so much fun. It was just like, just a joyful movie start to finish, and never had heard of it, never came across my desk, never saw anything about it. Just totally loved it.
1: Like finding a righteous trash film, like finding a true Planet X film, is so much fun. First of all, because you have to watch a lot of garbage. And sure. and l- every week I watch. Mm, on a slow week, it's like maybe six or seven. On a week where I have nothing going on in my life, uh, then I'll, i I I might watch fifteen movies and sure. just to get one really good one. It's such a good feeling. You go, oh my god, I found. You know, it's like any other kind of collecting
0: though. Finding that one little missing missing piece. So I mentioned Hideous Sun Demon. You did. You were talking about finding gems. Yes. Tell me tell me, righteous trash movie you found this year. I,
1: so I'm going to do the same thing. I, I, I found two, um, and one I, I just want to mention briefly, which is The Brain, okay. which is a Canadian film. I discovered it and then almost immediately discovered that it had been on the new Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, okay. Which, which made me both happy and sad because I love Mystery Science Theater 3000, sure. but I watched The Brain and thought it was one of the coolest horror movies yeah. I'd seen in ages. And so... Um, that, that's just one I wanted to bring up because I think later on we may actually show it if we can get around that misty stigma. Yeah, okay. Cool. Um, and the, the thing I would say about that, though, is that there are Mystery Science Theater 3000 films that I genuinely like. City Limits is a perfect example. Okay, sure. yeah, like yeah. I think City Limits is. So, no, n- no dunking on one of my all time favorite films. Oh, shows. hell no. No, no. no. The one I was the most excited about, though, and I have talked about it on the podcast, it's become one of my favorite movies is Q. Cue the Winged Serpent. Cue the Winged Serpent. It's a Larry Cohen film. If you're listening to this podcast because you like weird movies, you know Larry Cohen. He made It's Alive. He made Black Caesar. Mm. He's a He writes, produces, directs. He kind of does everything. Um, uh, yeah, David Carradine and Richard Roundtree are in it. Quetzalcoatl, the 900-foot-tall uh, Aztec god is in it. There's a serial killer. But the really great thing about it is Michael Moriarty's Performance. And um, he's just wonderful. Like, he makes a movie within a totally absurd um, premise completely watchable he's like this really sympathetic criminal character kind of a uh, can't get a job has this (laughs) girlfriend that's like trying to support him he just got out of prison he's trying to stay out of crime and they keep trying to pull him back in he finds quetzalcoatl eggs like it's it's great it's like it's the it's just a wonderful i think i've watched it three or four times since i initially found it and i definitely want to show it for sure, I think people would love it. That yeah, that may actually be it.
0: a good criteria. Is kind of like take our two favorites <laughs> that we discovered this year and try to make sure that they make it onto the schedule next year. Uh, yeah. I think Q's a great fit. Um, we haven't done a lot of like monster movies, and it's it's definitely a strange one.
1: And I I brought it up on on a podcast um, and we kind of turned it into a bit but I like that it it is a serial killer movie right it's a it's a right. <laughs> it's a kaiju film but the model that they chose was to do a serial killer procedural <laughs> and the reason I think it works is that it doesn't break that Joe Bob Riggs rule which is the best thing we learned this year from someone who really knows what they're talking yeah, about yeah never do a 50-50 never do a 50-50 and that film is actually 60 or 70 percent serial killer investigation, mm-hmm. and the other 30 40 percent is kaiju movie. It's a good cocktail, it's <laughs> a really nice And you know, you go like, How does that movie work? And really, it actually works because of the cast, yeah, they're amazing. Well,
0: that's like it's funny. So, another another film I wanted to bring up was uh that I found this year was Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone um it's another like very strange one of those movies made in the wake of star wars like trying to cash in on it oh like
1: uh was it star star chaser star crasher star crash yeah crash is one of those
0: um but it's it like just like you're just like you're talking about like i think it works because the cast is peter strauss molly ringwald ernie hudson and michael ironside and it's like yeah put those four people in anything that's great like if I mean Molly Ringwald is like very whiny the entire film and it's kind of strange, but like it it's so much fun to watch because the cast is really good. Like I don't care that it doesn't really totally work at every level. Um, I'll watch Michael. I'll watch Michael Ironside eat a sandwich. Like, it's amazing.
1: <laughs> like righteous trash films, it occurs to me either are sort of like um big concept and the concept carries a weak cast through it, or is like basically a shit concept that that a, yeah, that the... a great.
0: Cast kind of carries through. That's a good I, point, but you know, like uh, we've talked about that with like action movies, where with the re- the cool thing about the really big action stars is like, like Commando doesn't really have a plot. No, you're just sort of watching Arnold
1: do action beat after action beat, right? After action and it works beat, right. because,
0: like, oh, it's Arnold, of course. Like again, I'll watch a guy eat a sandwich. Like <laughs> and, and they're
1: great action sequences. Like right. Oh yeah, thing, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It like, works. It's it. You put a good guy. Like uh, you know, Predator is a great movie but mm. it kind of works in a similar way in that you know people keep dying and you know Schwarzenegger's gonna be the last man standing cause he's on the poster yeah so it's kind of you're, you're just watching like alien murder after alien murder after <laughs> alien murder which right. all leads to an Arnold
0: fight and right. that's the
1: plot of that movie but it is fucking brilliant
0: well okay so I wanna bring up my favorite Righteous Trash movie that I, that I found this year
1: oh yes I'm so sorry.
0: no 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 it's okay I I those are two that I think were really cool, but my favorite one, and I'm, I'm really delighted that you chose Q because my favorite Righteous Trash movie I discovered this year is Space Amoeba. Um, or as it's known in Japan, well, I'll do the English. I don't want to do the Japanese. Gezora Ganimes and Komebas De decisive battle exclamation point giant monsters of the south sea <laughs> like,
1: nice is, and succinct nice i like it succinct. it's really tight no it looks good on a movie it poster it actually kind really... of
0: makes more sense than space ameba <laughs> as a title <laughs> but it's it's a wild film it is um it is just crazy it, it's a kaiju film Uh, it's kind of, like, I think shown a lot in B-movie circles for, like, there's, like, a flying, like, octopus. No, not flying. The kind of floating octopus kaiju that's, like, half the movie's about. Mm -hmm. And you see that guy pop up a lot.
1: That's the Um, nominal Space Amoeba?
0: No, no, it's not. So that's, yeah. okay. So the premise, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That's why it's, like, terrible title, Space Amoeba. But the other one actually makes more sense. Because the premise is a bunch of... People, like one of them's a reporter, one of them's a scientist, or something, they all get stranded on a South Pacific island where an alien invader, I guess the titular space amoeba, has hijacked different animals on that island and turned them into kaiju so there's like a turtle one an octopus one it's like a giant (laughs) lizard with like a saw on his head or something and so it starts off and they're like
1: like, bebopping and rock steady (laughs) random animals the whole (laughs) island
0: yeah and so at the beginning at the beginning it's like very much like king kong like they capture him and they're like we're gonna sacrifice you to our god here comes the octopus they break free they have this great like kaiju battle and then like they're like, well, I guess we're, I guess we're done. We killed the octopus. It's like, oh no, here comes a turtle. Oh no, here comes a lizard. And they just keep like throwing kaiju at you. And in the end, the space amoeba takes over the minds of one of the guys and like makes peace with the Earthlings and leaves. And it's just very strange, but like, my God, was it fun to watch? Like, uh, it's really slapsticky. Like, it, it's like they had, it, it's like they knew they were making a ridiculous movie, sure. and so they had a lot of fun with it. And there's like some jokey bits and some like some slapstick. I don't know. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. No, no, I think it's the one I enjoyed awesome. the most. Yeah.
1: That sounds, let me ask you a quick question. Sure, which sure. Which we did not discuss before this show. Are there any on your list or any that you're going to revisit? Any films oh. that you're going to revisit that you think might make it? I have two. And I just, if we have time, I just want to bring them up. Sure. Because they're movies that I think you may have seen. Um, uh, my two are The Keep. Have you ever seen the Michael Mann movie, The Keep? it's no. a nazi supernatural horror film no directed that sounds, by michael, okay, that sounds from great 93 i'm really excited about it i've never seen the keep i've seen the poster several times had cool. no idea it was a nazi
0: supernatural horror movie. okay yeah i'm in i'm okay. sold michael man nazis supernatural great let's go the second one
1: <laughs> cast a deadly spell 1991 uh don't know Fred this one either Ward and julianne moore in a lovecraftian magic
0: film no shit
1: I, sh- I shit you not. I, to cast a spell? To cast... No, cast a deadly spell. Cast a deadly
0: spell. They just reek of Planet X. They reek of Planet That's X. That's amazing. I mean... I'm shocked we did... Like, again, this podcast... sound like
1: podcast episodes. This <laughs> podcast has made
0: me believe in retro causality. Like, I think episode 35, we're gonna make cast a deadly spell... And then it's gonna get sent back in time, and Julian Moore, I guess, is gonna make it. Like,
1: you know what? It's funny. We never bring up filmmakers when we do the movies, but I'm not usually, we, yeah, not yeah. usually. If we did though, and we said 1993, Michael Mann does a Nazi supernatural horror ro- slash romance, mm. you go like, yeah, that's something
0: we might. You know, it's it's tough because it's kind of like like we cast Clooney <coughs> last week in build a husband and i think it happens more with actors where they like they they pop one off when they're young and it's kind of strange yeah. and then later it becomes like the silly part of their career i feel like there there are directors that have done that and the directors that do that but it feels like a lot of the planet x movies were made by people who didn't really know what they were doing and didn't really go on to do very much. but yeah i mean it just it seems like a lot of the people like you know they made two or three films and then they never really took off and like you sure. know maybe they're like like toby hoopers a good example right like he made Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then he did Invaders from Mars, and then like I don't, didn't really do much after that. So it's like, okay, it's kind of hard to be like, oh, let's put let's put Brian De Palma in this one. Like, right, <laughs> exactly. it's his early film. Like,
1: although he did do Phantom of the Paradise. No, so I made like, some great. Yeah, it made know, some great early movies. Yeah. Um, so, but is there anything kind of on your radar, or
0: just you know, there's there's not the I, I did want to put kind of a call out to any anyone who's listening because I I really want to get into Tokusatsu films, the Japanese. Uh, Special effects heavy movies. This is
1: something we've talked about since Planet X restarted at Coonsley. Like serendipitously, yeah. the how Hall- <laughs> the Hall- the <laughs> can't talk the Halloween double feature. Mm um great guy showed up with yeah the godzilla shirt on we actually had mutual friends in like the austin graphic arts oh cool yeah yeah that's but, right but it came up and he was like oh yeah you gotta watch this you well like i don't that.
0: what i'm interested in like i don't want to watch kaiju i like no, kaiju no, no, films no, we i don't want to watch talking... kaiju films i specifically want the street level stuff like yeah. kaiman rider i found one called space sheriff space sheriff gavin which looks incredible, but to, to my knowledge, you can't get it outside of Japan. So if there are people out there that know about that kind of like, you know, Giver, Hokkaido Mechanical Violator, Kaiman Rider, like that level of tokusatsu, like guy in armor, usually on motorcycle. Yep. I really want to understand that genre. It is... It's really interesting to me, and it's super fun. That's it's the thing. Super it's, it's fun so to watch. Fun. It's so much fun to watch.
1: It's gonna be a great Christmas party next year when we got a bunch of like guys in bug suits walking around right <laughs> the office here with the Buseys and the right. Carl Weathers and um, stuff.
0: So that's the only thing I'm thinking is next year I'd like to do. I know we're gonna do the Guyver. We've talked about doing Hokiter, but no. I would like to do some some Tokusatsu stuff. I feel like we haven't really gotten to that yet. No,
1: and I, I think it's cool. We, we and I we, think
0: it's pronounced Tokusatsu. I'm sorry if that's wrong.
1: We will learn. We'll we will learn. learn. We're we open to improvement. And also, I like that we, we, we do try, if you look at the Planet X movies, to hit very different genres. So, like, coming yeah. up... Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Coming up, we've got, like... A family comedy that's very strange, and then we have The Giver, which mm-hmm. is you know this very heavy costume Japanese style yep. action film. So yep. yeah, anything new and different. Well, and this, yeah, this sort year's of...
0: been a lot of actiony kind of stuff. Like we should have Time Cop, that's like a big budget movie. Yeah, that's kind of out of our out of our wheelhouse for a lot of the screenings we do. But yeah, next year I really want to get into a little bit more into horror. And like action horror stuff. I don't know. Like I feel, I feel good about that genre. I'm so like, that, I think Guyver is perfect. I'm like Giver is the film I want to show next I'm year.
1: glad that you want to do that because I'm going to push a little bit for comedy and I will go, it'll be a good balance.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think the <clears> other <throat> thing is like classic B movies. I want to see some 1950s, 60s yeah, like drive-in classics. Well, that's
1: something I think we both definitely agree on. So, for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to be picking movies again. And I yeah. you know it's great. We did take a, like a little hiatus where we
0: weren't, doing the screenings and it took that, a couple months off that yeah.
1: first screening coming back. I was like, Oh, I missed this. So much. <laughs> like, I really did. Like I had the time of my yeah. life. You
0: know? Well, it's, it's two things, right? Number one, we only show movies we love. So the movies we're showing it, we actually love them and they're joyful to watch. And the other mm-hmm. thing is like, you get to watch them with people. And, like, yeah. that's the best part. The best part is not you and on a podcast being like, oh, here's what I like. Nestor the long-eared Christmas donkey. Like, That's why we designate
1: those episodes. Yes. It's like, the, the audience of, of people that are, are excited to hear yeah. us talk about Time Cop for an hour. Like, I, it's <laughs> mostly, like, our friends and then. Sure.
0: Well, or people that can't make it to the screening <laughs> oh, yeah, and people, just want to, like, yeah. they want to. And that's cool. I, I get that and I love that and I want to continue to, like, engage those people. But man, there's nothing like sitting in a room with 25 weirdos watching, you know, uh, Cherry 2000. (laughs) It's just like... And and watching people see Cherry 2000 for the first time or Hell Comes to Frogtown. It's just so much fun. And
1: so since we're doing a year-end thing, I would like to take a... A minute, and just say thank you so much to Kunstler Brewing, uh, Brewing for uh, partnering up with us and letting them use this amazing space. They have this beautiful yeah. tap room, and then they have this giant space that used to be a loading dock, and they literally have given us carte blanche to make a movie theater mm-hmm. in that room. Move all the chairs around, set up a giant screen and a huge PA, and people can sit in like a clubhouse. Movie theater, yeah, and watch movies, and they've been incredibly gracious, and I just and they to... make
0: phenomenal beer, <laughs> yeah,
1: and and the food ain't
0: bad either, yeah, food's really good. So, so yeah, Coonsley's been awesome, and that that was a transition this year, finding a new home. But I'm really glad we landed at Coonsley. I've been uh, really happy with them, and they're cool sweet space. people, and you know. and they get it. That's the coolest part. Is oh, like,
1: oh man, the first time I met the owner, and and like I was very nervous. Uh, okay. I was like I was like, <laughs> n- I mean, not nervous to meet him because he was uh, one of the owners. Yeah, because uh, yeah. he was very nice very
0: nice gentleman yeah but i very was like Brent, yeah.
1: and you know me i'm super sort of i, I never want to make people mad socially sure you, you don't give a shit you're just like we're moving everything and i was i was sort of like can we can we turn off the the television there and this, and he was like do whatever the fuck you want and
0: I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> well yeah dude, like, similarly <laughs> and this is like these i know we're talking a lot about them we're like these are good people and they're helping us out but like vera when i told her or when you know we kind of started talking to her about it and she's like yeah i'm really excited you guys should do it whatever um, Vera's from Bavaria. She's you know German born, mm-hmm. and so she's really big on like German beer culture, which is like it, it's a pub, it's a pub, it's a public house. Like everyone comes in, everyone's welcome, blah blah blah. And I was like, hey, we're gonna show some challenging images, like and also titties. New, yeah, there's nudity, like Jon so- Dam's butt. Like we're gonna show some stuff. And her response was, yeah, it's it's a bar. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> bless your heart, bless your heart. She was like, yeah. I was like, so like okay, if there's like a decapitated alien woman, you're cool with that? And she was like. Yeah, it's a bar, honey. And I was like, oh, great. We're
1: good. Like, we're good. The first time I showed up, I couldn't believe that a place that nice would let us show <laughs> the movies that we show. And um, But it's been very simpatico. Yeah, it's like not it's, wanting
0: to be a member of a club that would have you or whatever. And it's it's like, It's
1: yeah. I, I do have very much a groucho Marx social organization complex. <laughs> and I was like, really? They're going to let us do it? here
0: sure yeah you you kind of keep waiting for people to be like go you gotta go and you're like okay totally get it sorry we'll we'll leave there
1: there was a scheduling thing and we ended up showing time cop in the bar to an entire beautiful tap room full of people just on a friday night yeah like
0: cheering for time cop like
1: (laughs) and they bought it and i was like are we
0: actually doing something right
1: like or you know what i totally give jcvd credit for all that because my god the man the you man. see the man, and you're drawn to him. Oh, that's a great film. That <laughs> was great. Well, okay, so let's let's transition. Because uh, we're gonna do some. We're gonna have some some more fun stuff. It's the holidays, Drew. It's the holidays. Well, the, and it's the, holidays the, holiday the holidays are. Holiday are, are uh, season. Oh, it, that's all. I can never remember the rest of the words. Doop-de-doo.
0: And something dumb. Merry <laughs> fucking... Christmas, Frank. Merry Christmas Dean.
1: Merry Christmas Dean.
0: <laughs> um, <clears throat> so wow. Okay. No one the one guy in the whole world, Taylor Hagan is gonna get that joke. Um So uh, we thought another fun thing to do here at the end of the year, uh, besides just talk about ourselves, would be to give out some awards.
1: It's not just the holiday season. (laughs) It's the awards season.
0: Uh, It's the greatest. The glitz and glamour. Fuck the Golden Globes. Fuck them. Fuck the Oscars. Fuck them. What are the other ones? Emmys, Tonys, all of them. All of them. There's one award that everybody's talking about this year. The X-E. The X-E. The X-E is the award everyone
1: wants. And, uh... We're very excited to hand hand some of these yes. awards
0: out. We here at the Planet X uh, Academy of Motion Picture Sciences. We
1: have a lot of <laughs> titles. You should see our business cards. It's just like a litany of yeah. a litany of things. You know, uh
0: there's vertical integration, there's horizontal integration. I would say what we have done is kind of omni integration. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just, just we have it all. Yeah,
1: yeah. We just it's right. just all spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so we decided to give out some awards this year. Three awards, three X's. Three X's. And, X's. and the first category is which Planet X film from the Planet X podcast this year? These are
1: from the podcast. From, pod, X- from the pod. From the pod. X's are for fake films that we have created.
0: Which, in a sense, is us giving ourselves an award. But rather than focus on kind of the masturbatory nature of that, let's get to the goofs. So, which episode that we did, that we did this year? Which title, which which concept was the most fun to make? And the we've f- got to pick one.
1: And we're—I think the way we're going to do this is we'll each nominate one, and then if we don't—oh, okay. And if we don't agree, then we'll have a, a
0: brief discourse. Beautiful.
1: And and we'll. Okay, zoom.
0: I have my answer. What is your answer? Hard Eagles Two.
1: Hard Eagles Two is is very good. It's hard to argue against
0: it. Okay, did you have a different one though? I, I, I want you to—I want to shoot down Hard Eagles Two. <laughs>
1: julius greaser was Fuck, my favorite yeah to do. okay
0: that was on my top three yep okay so let's let's talk about B- it for B- a second i'm gonna B- leave B- let's B- leave B- hard B- eagles B- for a second let's B- B- leave hard B- B- eagles
1: well then let me let me just say why julius greaser was the most well fun i want to talk B-
0: about julius B- greaser. greaser yeah uh,
1: i the, the reason well, one of the reasons it was the most fun it was the first time we had recorded in a room together we were amped up because oh, okay, we were yeah. gonna see joe bob riggs that night sure uh, Danny Edwards dropped this amazing title. Like, it's tailor made for us. And we didn't have to worry as much about crosstalk. We got so amped about it. <laughs> and we just, like, that Every time I uh, think about it, I'm like, oh, that's, that, that was a really, and th- a lot of good goofs, a lot of inside jokes, a lot of jokes for other people. I don't know. I just, I thought it was really, really, great.
0: it's incredible. It's one of my favorite titles this year. But, uh, yeah, it was really, really fun. That was a fun one to make. It it suggested a structure that I think made it really fun to play in. Like, you're doing something with Julius Caesar and you're doing something with Greasers. Like, that's a kit of tools that you and I can go have a ton of fun with. Like, like, and, and, and not every title needs to be that, right? Like, not every title needs to be a Halloweeners or like a joke. Like, I kind of like the weird esoteric ones, right? But that one just from the get-go we had something to go on and we both happened to kind of be history nerds. So it was like, this is very nice. Like, This is very fun. (laughs) I think
1: another thing that I liked about it was that it was very cooperative. Sure, yeah. Just to preface to this, this is not Saying a- a- anything, it, uh, some episodes one of us does more sure. than the other because hey, that's how real movies get made. Like yeah. You know, like sometimes somebody's got a great idea and then you just have a guy going like, yeah, but what if it was a lady instead of a guy? You know, like yeah. and, and that's oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Like I don't mind. Some of those episodes are my favorites. Well, like, Julius
0: Greaser has, I think, my favorite character that we created this year.
1: Which was it, Pompey?
0: Cleopatra the car. Oh, Cleopatra the car. Having the car, we named Cleopatra. And I know that was my idea. Again, this is all very masturbatory. Man, that's cool. <laughs> like
1: it it was it was just it was just fun it was and i fun. i just remember it, it was probably part of that whole day because yeah. after that we went downtown and we got in austin sure. and we got some drinks and then we went and saw a screening of dead heat hosted by joe bob we we were totally sober when we did that episode we hadn't even had coffee it was like the middle of the yeah, day yeah. the energy was just like natural high so yeah for
0: I, me for me though, okay hard eagles 2, i think
1: hard to argue against
0: it I, to me it was the most fun to make because there's nothing in that title. There's nothing. Cameron Baker submitted that one. He gave us nothing but a sandbox to play in. And we made jokes about a robotic-legged wrestler fucking, uh, like, not that being able to, like, yeah, yeah, I, so yeah, I wish it. I could fuck you with my meat legs or whatever, like, <laughs> and it I, just, you
1: know, at the t- <laughs> This is so masturbatory, but I do. I remember it because you go like, "I wish I could hold you in my (laughs) meat arms," and I was like, "Instead of, I wish I could fuck you with my robot." Well, and then like,
0: yeah, I mean, oh god. And then you said that thing about like it being as greasy as an Italian kitchen. Oh, it was good. And it's just, oh god, it stuck with me. Um...
1: It was fun. And to me, it was just horribly. We failed at writing one-liners. Was just <laughs> a, like you kept going, like no, no, this is gonna work. And we played like three different versions of a one-liner game and realized that we were just not.
0: We're not funny. We're not um, funny at all. Well, <laughs> I think I think that's my my vote for which one was most fun. They were all really fun. Some of them we struggled with early on, and it took us a while to land on the concept. But like. Looking back over it, like "Bring Me Your Head" was really fun. He, when Jamaica was super fun.
1: Dinosaurs may be the best episode that we did,
0: I, and I almost, I almost put that one on here I did though. Too. Maybe
1: we, we should have, give it to Dinosaurs because start to finish, because it's think, a
0: darling. God, I love that episode. And it's, uh, I mean, I haven't listened to it since we put it out, but I mean, doing that episode <laughs> was, and the casting just fell into place really nicely.
1: And and there were there's like two or three instances in that episode where we try to we uh, we try to talk ourselves out of doing something and then we
0: said no fuck it and then it made it <laughs> so much better. I think it also it has maybe the most comprehensive plot. Like we actually have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Or, and there's some scenes it or, and heat like line, Jamaica. yeah, he Line Jamaica has a has a has, full, has has, a full has, scene those too. Those yeah. two probably have the best. Fuck plot. it, let's give it to dinosaurs. All
1: right, that so one was that, really so fun. The exi for most.
0: Fun most fun movie to make to make was dinosaurs with dinosaurs i agree with that
1: congratulations Thank dinosaurs and Anna. accepting
0: the award is colton bowen who submitted colton that title submitted <laughs> colton here's that. your award i'm sorry we don't have time for speech colton it's, no you'll have to there you go it's, it's, he's, he's gone go try to pull jake busey out of the garbage can he's not supposed okay. to be in there the next Xe topic <laughs> is which of the podcasts films that we created do you think is the most likely to be real AKA which one is the realest sounding movie that doesn't exist? It's
1: funny that we can't give it to Heatline Jamaica because it's actually a movie that <laughs> <used>. <laughs> that's we got
0: the closest to accidentally making but a movie. It
1: doesn't sound like it
0: should be a, a real no, movie. No, right? God no. Yeah. Vivica Fox and Shaggy versus a madman who's hijacking weapons of mass destruction. Like, who would have thought that this was actually a movie? <laughs> this one's
1: really hard. Um I think it might be How Great that Art. See, I was going to bring that one up, too. I think just because of the time we set it in, the casting, and j- just the way that it all comes together, I can see that being an action movie that might have gotten made. I also think uh, Service Dogs
0: might have gotten made. I think, I think I think there's a compelling case for Service Dogs. <laughs> Especially with the casting we put in place. Right. I think there's a really compelling case for trying to fix James.
1: I re-listened to that one re- uh, recently mm-hmm. and was surprised by how feasible I thought that movie was. Right? Like, I just... You go like... Lauren Michaels threw money at so many movies for so long. You go like, that... You know, David Spade doing a robot movie might have happened
0: yeah um i can well I'll, let me say this i think the least likely to have been made is new hegemony Grande grand border <laughs> it's so good it's so good and i was, love that story i love there's that. no fucking way anyone's gonna bite off on that movie that's
1: probably true actually <laughs>
0: um
1: you know uh, you know what's a shame is that uh i don't think i don't think crypt crusher's ever would have gotten made and oh, hell no but it it works so well as a movie in your head
0: oh yeah the theater of the mind you know, uh, like that
1: movie is just
0: what about employees must wash hands
1: Pretty grounded. That one could have gotten made. Pretty grounded. I think you know, and, and we kind of set it around. Did we set it around the same time as Trimmers, or was Trimmers just sort of an
0: influence? I think we the, did this one like yeah, mid nineties, mid to late nineties.
1: Was the yeah? Song, right? Oh the man, me.
0: That yeah, that crushed it at the end. Yeah. Um, you know what though, I like service dogs. As most like, no. Well, man, this, this is, is
1: tough. tough. You, you know what? They might have made Halloweeners. Shit. I it, It's our first episode and clearly our weakest episode because we spend the whole episode saying no to each other. But yeah, <laughs> if you think about it, aside from putting Gary Busey in a straight to Disney Channel movie, that but kinda... Catherine O'Hara,
0: Jason Alexander, I would buy that one. I buy that if you yeah, if you straight face told me before we started making this podcast that the Disney Channel make that's that's a good way to do this. If we didn't know what we know about these movies, if somebody walked in here and yeah. said, here's a list of 20-ish movies.
1: Right. Like, I would never believe Otto Banzai was a real movie. Hell no.
0: Never going to get made. Nope. Never, so, never going to get made. New Hegemony Grand Ape Order, don't believe you. How no way. How
1: thou though, to come back, I buy it. I buy, I buy it. it. I buy it people go like yeah carl weathers um was in an action movie he goes undercover to solve uh, a series jeff of murders goldblum. as uh yeah as a as yeah. a preacher jeff goldblum is is the devil in disguise as a bible salesman who's and then actually they, acting as a serial killer and they have it out at the <laughs> end of the church like okay they're very different films but i and it's funny because those are the first two that we the did first two
0: yeah maybe we've maybe we've gotten too far have we reached too high <laughs>
1: Careful, Icarus.
0: Yeah. That's
1: a joke that nobody will fucking get. <laughs> Not even Drew, but that's okay.
0: Uh, nah, yeah, fuck that, because uh, as, uh, as my friend Patrick is fond of saying, over the top of what? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I like How Great Thou aren't. I'll go with you on it. I think most likely to be made, I'd like to give the XE to How Great Thou aren't.
1: I, I agree. So how Great the, Thou
0: aren't, congratulations.
1: Congratulations, How Great Thou
0: aren't? Accepting the award is... Uh, did Ben that went in?
1: That was the first Ben Bellamy. Ben Bellamy know.
0: accepting the award.
1: Thank you, Congratulations, ben,
0: ben. for your service. Again,
1: sorry, I guess. Don't so. have time for whatever. Your <laughs> <Whatever. Okay>. service? <laughs> <laughs> Moving um, on to the... Oh, wait. Um, now, before we hand out the final award of the evening... Yes. I think it's appropriate to look back in a somber and serious mood mm. as we reflect on the members of the Planet X community, the trashies, if you will, who have submitted movie titles that we have turned into films i think it's a time for reflection at the end of the year to remember these people and the fact that they're all still alive and well and may not have (laughs) even listened to the episodes in which we made movies from their titles so drew do you have that list of names
0: i do um in no particular order uh andy kettler colton bowen cameron baker mariah tree danny edwards mike fisher ben bellamy Kelly Nelson, Ryan Walker, and Jen Frost-Smith. Oh, I'm sorry, and Patrick Dooley. And Patrick Dooley as well. Yeah, and Patrick Dooley. So uh, to those folks, uh, if, if we missed your name, if we didn't get your name on the list, I'm really sorry. Uh, we will we will come back and correct that. But um, to those folks, hey, thanks a ton. You Literally, we could not do this show without you. Did um, you say
1: Kelly? Merka Nelson? hmm
0: Kelly Nelson. Oh, yeah, okay. she's on here. Auto Bonsai. I was just... Yeah,
1: no. Like, seriously, though, like that's been... One of my favorite things about doing this podcast is just the things people send us. Yeah, people are so fucking funny.
0: Yeah, we got to make we got to make sixteen amazing movies this year, and uh, all of them came to us from from you guys. So if you're sending in those titles, please keep sending them in. Um, if you haven't sent one in yet, send it in. As Blair is fond of saying, like, there is no wrong way to do this. The no. worse, the better. The stupider, the better. The yeah, the less you believe in your title, the more we are likely to just run with it and do something insane. It so. just gives
1: us a place to play. Like, that's yeah. all you have to do. That's and it. it's sometimes when people are like, this is so dumb, they'll never be able to do it, those are the ones that we have. And now. I want to
0: say, not not every person on this list, but I would say probably half of the people on this list, I have talked to them after their episode came out. And they are always so appreciative. They're like, oh, no. I love my episode. Like It's like, oh, that's great.
1: Yeah, like it, It's made me really happy uh, 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 because some of them are my friends and some of them are uh, uh, are people that our, I don't our really new know. Are new friends. They're my new friends. Yeah. And they're my planned ex-buddies. There's and not a word yet for old friends, friends who, who just, just met. met. You know who's a poet? Paul Williams. Yeah. Paul Williams is a poet. Um, but let's give out the final award of the evening. Yeah, Enough the final about award. these other fuck ups. Let's so this talk, is, let's talk about
0: us some more. Yeah. We, the members of the Academy. Uh, <clears throat> the last award that we're giving out tonight, the last Xie, is for the film We Are Most Furious Does Not Exist. Yes. This is a little bit different than the last category. Which was Not the most feasible film. The most film. feasible film. This is the one that, feasibility aside, how how well or badly we fleshed out the plot, throw it all out. Which one are you furious that you cannot sit down and watch today? I
1: defer to you your nomination, Crypt sir. Crushers. Crypt Crushers.
0: It's it. That's oh. the one. Like... fist bump
1: across the table.
0: That is... Of all of the movies we did, it's not necessarily my favorite. I don't think it was the best episode. <laughs>
1: no, I... I
0: just... But I can see it in my head, and I want to watch Branscombe, well, Richmond, like, drop kick mummies all day.
1: Young Alejandro Escobedo is oh, in this film, like... McConaughey is in this McConaug- film.
0: God, I forgot McConaughey was in there. They're just killing mummies. I could you like Susanna Hoffs
1: is in it. Like
0: Aztec mummies versus that cast. I can't get it out of my head. I, I dream about Crip crushers. It, it I was, dream about it.
1: Uh, my 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 runner, my runner up is how great that Thou weren't though because I think it would have been a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's really it's a it's a it's a distant second for me. Sure. I just want to. I want.
0: I have to say, Krip like
1: crushers to be real, so yeah, badly.
0: Both auto Banzai and bring me your head. I would love to watch. Yeah. And I'm very mad though. Like bring me your head. I'm furious doesn't exist because. <clears throat> Man, that just sounds like straight up my movie. Like,
1: Oh, yeah. No, like absolutely. Horror,
0: Western, like, yes. Oh, my God. All day. But I think it has to go to Crypt Crushers. I think it has to. I'm uh, furious. And
1: the thing is, is it also... I can see us as kids wearing out a VHS. <laughs> right? Yes. Like, yes, because it, it, it is the kind of movie that we love. And it's you know, not our best episode. It's not the best movie we made, but it's the best reflection. I think of the movies that we really love. And
0: right? I don't think we talked about it in that episode. I know I brought this up in new hegemony uh, or hegemon. Um, God, the action figures for that movie would have been incredible. Just like, they would have been get like, all four Aztec mummies and the Crip Crusher playset. I like. imagined
1: them as like uh, real Ghostbusters style action figures, <laughs> okay, like, cool, kind of, with the yeah. weird vehicles and yeah, hell yeah, yeah, the ridiculous features on the on the mummy putty people, and and then you have like four mummy lords that's what
0: i'm saying like yeah in and,
1: and aztec regalia yeah it, like, and now
0: like there's probably like a red one a yellow one a green one a blue oh, one i don't know so good. They have crystals in their hats the or something members
1: come with like their instruments their instrument and yeah the like oh god it's... and then yeah you
0: have the the Eldorado that they use to get around in with the calavera on it oh, so like good. that's a vehicle you can buy that shoots records out of it or something i don't know you know and it's
1: got it's got Original Alejandro Escovedo music, and it. it's like how how do you how do you how do you not want to
0: watch? How that do you movie? not do that? And uh, it's got
1: a Joe Neferio Before I I had to <laughs> recant. I had to recant. His name is now
0: something else.
1: Matthew Bad. Jose R- Jose <laughs> All right. <laughs> Doesn't solve the problem.
0: Uh, um, well, accepting the award for Crip Crushers is Andy Kettler. Andy, welcome to the stage. Thank you very much. We have no time. We need to and, commission Andy to make a Crypt Crushers poster.
1: We really do. Or someone.
0: If someone just wants to make that. I will accept that.
1: I said when we started doing the podcast that it would be great to have, if somebody to have one sheets to, of the movies. Just, yeah. Even if it was just horrible Photoshop, you know, just like
0: stick, oh, hell yeah. Stick in people's heads. <laughs> in some ways, better. Yeah, it, it would be, better, yeah. <laughs> really.
1: And we also talked about doing audio trailers. That's right. For, at the end. So if
0: only one of us had a decent enough voice. Um, no, we can hire Brian, Brian Aarons. <laughs> La yeah. LaFontaine, a- man. Rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, he was good. Well, that wraps up the X's. And uh, to conclude uh, the show, we thought that um, what we would do is give each other some gifts. A
1: little gift exchange. Yeah. uh, In the Planet X style.
0: In the Planet X style. So uh, we had a lot of fun doing the Hallmark Channel uh, rapid fire game. And so uh, today what we're going to do is a very similar game. Uh, Blair, you have prepared five movie titles for me.
1: I believe you've done the same for
0: me. I have. And uh, we're going to fire these off in no particular order. I don't know who's going to start, but... We're gonna go very quickly here and try to get through. Oh man, he's teasing me with it. He's waggling. Oh, it's not very long either. It's a short one. I got it. I got it. I got a, I got a little, <sighs> little piece of paper here,
1: folded in half, buddy. That
0: what's you, this under the tree? I see. Is you this can
1: unwrap. Here you go. Is this for me? I, oh, no. Oh, don't get uh, here. You go. You
0: you've earned it. You've earned. It.
1: <laughs> That's, we just did a little Ghostbusters bit that nobody could see, but it was very
0: funny. <laughs> it was very funny. It was
1: very funny.
0: Yes, have one. All right. my. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this is terrible. Uh, what, okay, have, Tell uh, the people what I've given you, Drew. Blair has given me my first uh, gift of the Planet X holiday season. We sure have. Um, it is, the movie title I have been given is Return of the Tongue.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought you might lie. I was out, I was out shopping. I was window shopping. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I saw it in the window. I was yeah. like, Drew has gotta to have, have it. 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 He's got to have he's it. it. He's got to have it.
0: What do you get for the guy that has all the movie titles? Return of, return return of, of the, the tongue. tongue. Okay, here's what I'm going to do with this one. Uh, I'm going to go, like, there's some sort of shaman, like, headhunter guy. And he's, uh, I think, in the, hmm, I'll set this in the 70s. Okay? And he's, like, uh, he's performing curses on people. Um... I think in the city, it's kind of like a Predator 2 thing where they sort of flirted with voodoo. Uh, so he's a, he's like a headhunting shaman guy. Um, he's killed. Uh, maybe the cops kill him. Oh, I like that. Okay, yeah. So he's caught. The cops kill you him. You do
1: like police brutality, don't you? Oh, God, no.
0: God, no, <laughs> no. Uh, but critically, Sorry, I they him. cut his tongue out uh, so that he can no longer curse people. And they bury him. It's part of burying him. So if he comes back, he doesn't have his tongue he does come back though of course he has no tongue so it's kind of like the Brendan Fraser mummy he's got to like go around when he finally gets his tongue back uh, now he can curse again and that's kind of the last set piece is uh, 70s cops versus nondescript jungle shaman
1: that's very good that's not how I the return I ex- of the tongue I, I don't know that's where I went to That's where I went um, I hope, you, I hope you liked your gift. Okay,
0: something. well, let's start with your stocking. Okay. And so I put some chocolate and some alcohol in here. You can see that. That's all good. Wonderful. Um, and then there's something here at the bottom. I hope you can oh, unwrap oh, that.
1: Oh, wow. This is a,
0: wow, this is a big piece of paper. Oh, my.
1: Well, I hope you wrote very, very largely. Well, I know say, about your
0: bad eyesight.
1: So you got me Negatune?
0: Negatune.
1: Negatune.
0: Tune. Tune, tune, tune. The negatune, T-U-N-E. For those listening, not T-O-O-N.
1: Negatune is about a heavy metal band that writes a song. Ooh, I'm in. <laughs> Every time someone hears it on the radio, oh, it forces them into a murderous rage. Yes. And what happens is, they're a nothing band. And the song gets released, and no, no, nobody plays it. Um, the band's not even around anymore. It's like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just one of those LPs that falls, sure, like underneath yeah. the thing. But you know, one of the last remaining DJs still plays their own music or whatever. Yeah. Just going through stacks of metal records. He's got like a 1 a.m. Looking metal for that show, new right? sound. <laughs> no. Oh, no, even better. College DJ. Perfect. College DJ. This is about college kids. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just digging for metal. Digging for metal. Finds this album. The white negative. label test pressing. Doesn't know what it is. Throws it on. The next day, students uh, across—there's just dead bodies across that's campus. Great. And don't worry, I went to UT. I went to Charles Whitman University, okay? <laughs> so, like, I know this is a little problematic, but, yeah. So now that the song has been played, people are possessed by this song. Yep. And so it becomes a,
0: a, a an action exorcism movie. Wow, this is great. Cook. So you started with The Hidden— and then you went to the gate. That's right. And then you went like night of a comet? Yeah. And like, man, I like that transition. That feels awesome.
1: I, was, uh, I wasn't I was sure when I opened Negatune that it was really a gift for me, but then mm-hmm. I realized that you really were thinking about me. Yeah, I, really... I wanted to give you something with music. Man, Christmas, the holidays are just the best
0: time the of best the year. It's the best time of the year. That's
1: I mean, so on that note, Ken, I, I've got something else for you. I'd, I'd love I'd, to have it. I'd really love to give it to you. Here. I will
0: take it. Let me just get this wrapping paper off here. Yeah, I, I really overwrapped that
1: one. I'm we're sorry. Gonna say,
0: well, that's no, okay. we got to save the paper. Save the paper. Mm-hmm. Save that's the paper. how we were raised. Whoa, this is a great title. Oh, man. Oh, I've got to get Okay, the title is Blood Engine. This is very good, but I have a problem, which is I immediately thought of my favorite Death Race 2000 uh, t- t- oh, 2020 Death car, 2020. the car that runs on blood. There's also a show now on, like, sci-fi, I think, that's about the same thing. Really? Yeah, it's been out
1: vampire car?
0: Vampire cars. It's like a demolition derby thing or something. I don't know. Anyway, uh. that's where I went. Let's go Blood Engine. Um. Oh, cool. Okay, uh, I'm going to go the other way. This is a uh like late 90s big budget sci-fi movie space opera in the vein of like wing commander okay so it's about a squad of starfighter pilots in the distant future and they're fighting uh like this evil necromancer alien race whose ships they they have a blood engine and they capture people they feed them to the blood engine and they become like mindless zerg thralls for the evil star empire oh wow and uh that's called blood engine Uh, and it's super dark really brutal like i think there's i think it's like hellraiser event horizon kind of sci-fi horror but then also like an element of like starfighter combat Battlestar galactica star wars stuff
1: i just want to say i gave you a present you gave me a gift blood engine
0: that's very good i like that one a lot i'm proud of that let's uh (laughs) let's stick in the same vein
1: oh okay um let's let's see what we got here um This one's just in a bag that's kind of lazy wrapping, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm sorry. Shouldn't shouldn't be petty around the holidays. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, Phase Fighters.
0: Phase Fighters.
1: Phase Fighters. Phase
0: Fighters. Phase Fighters.
1: Oh, this is fun. Great. Phase Fighters is an animated film. It's an adult animated film. Oh. Very much in the vein of rock and roll. Cool. And uh, there's also like a Ninja Turtle element, because we're talking about a team of phase fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty simple setup, like a la Ninja Turtles. You got a big bad, you got a group of guys that are fighting them. Mm-hmm. The reason they're called phase fighters is that each one is able to evolve and devolve at will. Oh. So they can go through different phases of evolution, oh. past and present. Okay. Cool. So you could devolve like a thing. into a monkey. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or you could evolve into the next step of human evolution and use psychic powers to destroy. That's your Phase Fighters. Phase movie, Fighters. Right? Phase Fighters.
0: Evolutionarily shifting. Yeah, it's got kind of like an animorphs bin tin thing, but like a more adult version. You got me. You got me. I could get into that. Oh, you can go Akira with it too, where they just like at the end they just turn into big single cell organisms and. Or Or
1: you know what they do at the end? They do the ultimate evolution, a la the Uh, film evolution, and become a single mass. A single mass. A single mass. They station. They station it up. (laughs) They station. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, he has an excellently huge Martian butt. (laughs) right,
0: everybody. Um, That was a
1: tough one, though. I I hope I pulled that one out. Oh, I think that was great.
0: Face Fighters, Yeah we're just having fun we're just having fun oh you owe me one I'm sorry oh I'm sorry yeah uh, uh, um, I got no, this I, this one uh, uh, just tell me what you think I, I Blair don't... this says Crip Crushers you got me this last year God damn it. <laughs> Uh. oh wow this is a great title you're really good at this man I
1: know you should, I should listen to our podcast <laughs> uh, this is
0: uh, Life After Beth Life After Beth Life After Beth, Life After Beth um okay easy uh it's about uh it's about a a man and a woman who are dating and they're very much in love and the man dies tragically and he right
1: that was pretty easy and
0: he has to spend some amount of time in the underworld getting acquainted with things a la what dreams may come or city of angels or uh beetlejuice and when he finally gets he breaks free of the underworld that's what it is he breaks free and he gets back to the mortal plane only to find that a year has passed and beth has mourned him and is moving on and dating again and he decides to get up to some wacky ghost hijinks and stop her from getting another man cuz he still wants beth so it's like uh like drop dead fred kind of thing yeah. where like he's poking in and like dropping furniture on them making their car like slashing their car tires like making the furniture float like i hate um, i hate how This podcast has changed the way we
1: think because I was like, "Could we get Matthew Perry from friends or not? (laughs) Because, like, I think he'd be really good as the guy who's being haunted. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The new boyfriend? Yeah, the new guy. Well, and I think there's, like, a sequence of new guys, right? Like, she's dating. She's getting back out there. And every (laughs) time he's like, "Uh uh-uh, no, 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 not my Beth. That's fantastic. And then, like, yeah, I think think it all comes to, like, a climactic, like, exorcism scene. Like, there's a seance and they're going to expel him. Mm -hmm. And he somehow makes contact with her and is like, hey, move on whatever and she's like oh i get it i'm going to move on he goes back to the underworld she's free to pursue love with matthew perry i guess very good i like that very much life after beth is a great title man you killed you thank you um i want to give you i want to give you this open this one first
1: (laughs) by which you mean fourth
0: fourth (laughs) okay
1: They're very similar sounding words, yeah. and
0: I, I, I did run out of wrapping paper, so this one's just it, this is kind of just a brown bag. Just this. brown bag, this one. <laughs> and the, t- the title is
1: Trucks: colon, The Affliction. Is this a sequel to
0: Trucks? <laughs> I don't know, bud. It's your problem now. <laughs> I did kind of a scat poem with this one.
1: (laughs) This is like giving someone
0: socks. Fuck you. Trucks. The affliction. Trucks. The affliction. Wow.
1: (laughs) Trucks. Where are you going to go? Are you going to go
0: maximum overdrive? Are you going to go? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Trucks. The affliction.
1: Trucks. The affliction. It's fun to say. It's fun to say,
0: but it's a it's
1: like, trucks
0: the <laughs> this affliction. This
1: morning, the, the episode where I go, I got nothing. DC, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, like,
0: and then I, yeah, and I'm um, like, uh, Carl Weathers, he's Carl in it. Let's Weathers, just, is, okay, this, here this we go. Like, be,
1: um, <laughs> trucks the affliction. Trucks the affliction is okay. So, a la our podcast, I'm going to show you what I've learned from okay. doing the show. We gotta have trucks in the film. Gotta have trucks. There's gotta be some sort of sickness, right? No, so here's what we're gonna do. I, I I'm just gonna tread water. All, all I can think of is that semi trucks carrying terrible chemicals that infect people, okay, great. like pile up on the highway. Um, and an entire town turns into thralls and starts eating each
0: other. Is it's that a zombie movie. a zombie movie. Trucks the Affliction. Great. Oh, my God. Tru- oh, yeah. Your hero can be a trucker. That's fun. It's like a big trouble thing. Well,
1: a hero could be a trucker. You would also have cop characters because they're, resp- they're like the first responders. Oh, yeah, cool. Right? And then you have your, your townspeople. So maybe a couple kids. Might be kind of fun, like a B- BMX Kids.
0: Yeah, yeah. Trucks the Affliction. Well, it's cool, too, because you get some truck action. You get some, like, driving trucks, smashing yeah. trucks.
1: See, this is how the podcast works. <laughs> now we're making a fucking movie. By the way, I gave you Life After Beth. You gave me Trucks the Affliction.
0: You're welcome, buddy. Love you. It's a weird thing. You know, family. it's not how much I'm... you spend on the gift. It's the, <laughs> it's the malice with which you gave it to somebody. I'm going to give you something you don't deserve, okay. sir.
1: You were you were a bad boy this year. I was very good this year. No, Planet Planet X Santa brought this for you. Okay. Hail Santa. Hail Santa. Enjoy this.
0: Duck Duck Noose. Whoa. It's dark. I was really pleased with my time. Nooses are. Nooses are. Huh. Okay. Um Oh. Uh I'm gonna do Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. Um This is a remake. Of a Korean horror film that was all set in like, uh, like a an Asian high school. It's like a like those like uh, uh like Asian or jap like like Japan does a lot of this kind of stuff. Like high schoolers in a haunted high school, right? They're trapped and there's oh, yes. ghosts and like. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like it, yeah, it's like a thing. So this is this is the American remake called Duck Duck Noose where uh it's a like, group
1: like death note
0: yeah yeah it's about a bunch <laughs> of high schoolers uh who and it's not nearly as good as the original one like you definitely want to go watch the original <laughs> yeah, korean I film go
1: and, and, and with subs which is called with like subs, which not... is called like
0: the murder game or something Subs not yeah um yeah yeah they they uh they sneak into their high school after hours on a weekend to uh like cause some trouble make some graffiti whatever they end up playing a childish game of Duck, Duck, Goose. And, yeah. And uh, it all goes horribly wrong because, of course, the high school is just just riddled with ghosts. And there's the girl that drowned in the swimming pool. And there's the football coach who killed the the kid. And there's the, the
1: cafeteria lady that poisoned the yes, entire student yes, population. Yes,
0: yes, yes. And it's all, it's all hinging on, oh, it's all hinging on one kid who really got it bad from everybody who hung himself in the in the high school and he's come back now. Very good. You did that that was a very good job. That was a hard title and okay. you did a good job. Duck Duck Noose, that's nice. That's no, nice. That was a but, hard um, title. Um but here, let me give you one. Uh this one I, I splurged a little on this one, but I, I think I think you're worth it. You really shouldn't have that's very sweet. <laughs> yeah. You know I give you a lot of shit, but you're right. yeah. Oh fuck you
1: <laughs> No no actually that's not I'm joking. This is actually a really great title. You the like title, this one? It's a little long. The title is uh Caroline Can't Be Stopped which really sounds like a bell and Sebastian album.
0: <laughs> she was at the laundrette doing her hair.
1: You know, it's like it
0: was raining at a car Sebastian, went by. The
1: life pursuit, write about love. <laughs> Girls in peacetime want to dance. Caroline can't be stopped. It just detracts. It's real poppy, like it, yeah. It's from like. <gasps> Caroline Can't Be Stopped is a jukebox musical. Ooh, okay, fun. It's a jukebox. Not a Bell and Sebastian jukebox musical. No, they act. Stuart Murdoch made a film two years ago called God, God Help the Girl that's basically <laughs> okay, a Bell and Sebastian. Okay, <laughs> So jukebox that's already been done. No, we we cross can cross that off. We're okay, we're past that. Caroline Can't Be Stopped is a jukebox musical of Velvet Underground songs. Ooh. Caroline says, see? Yeah. So. Caroline from Caroline says, I've learned to hate my body. It's based on a real person, but cool. it doesn't matter. So what it is, is it's set in dirty, late 60s, early 70s New York. The New York from movies that we all love. Yeah, it the Warriors looks New York. just like garbage. Yeah. I actually follow a Facebook group that's called, like, Dirty 1970s New York. And it's just <laughs> photos of, like, horrible New York. But think, think of all the characters you get from... Velvet Underground songs. Mm. There's of course there's drug dealers and drug addicts, you have prostitutes, cool. but you have artists, so you have like Andy Warhol type characters. That's and the cool. whole thing is it's a jukebox musical, but it weaves multiple narratives of all these different characters. So it's how like the high art world of your mm. Andy Warhol factory type scene interacts with the drug dealers on the That's streets great. interacts with like the essence like, you know, sure. Uh, yeah. Kind of stuff. That's so, fun, dude. Yeah. Velvet underground jukebox musical Can- Caroline can't be stopped. Bravo. And, um, that was so sweet. I'm glad that I have something else to give you. Cause oh, great. I, I would have hated to, you know, cause you always, you get the nice gift and mm-hmm. then you go like, Oh, I should have done, I should have done better. So I, I really hope you like this. okay. Um, I, Tried to save the best for last.
0: You tried to Vanessa Williams. I
1: tried to <laughs> Vanessa
0: Williams. <laughs> I love it. The title given to me is Aloha, Sasquatch! With the exclamation point. <laughs> oh yeah, I hope I intimated that. Aloha, Sasquatch! <laughs> um I'm sorry I'm so pleased with myself. <laughs> God damn, man. Okay. This is uh, this is going to be fun. This is uh, this is a late '80s film. Uh, it's actually a sequel. <laughs> to it's Harry a sequel. And the no, it's the sequel to. Oh well, that would be kind of fun. We've never done a sequel to an, to an extant film. No, that would be I kind of interesting. Trucks. Yeah, welcome the to occlusion. Cherry, two thousand and one. Um, no, no, no. This is great. This is the sequel to Hello, Sasquatch, which was. Uh, <laughs>
1: You know, aloha means goodbye and also hello. That's true. Yeah. As so, Peyton, uh,
0: so wisely Seth. yeah, I think this is like what Mac and me is to E.T. This is to Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, I like so, like, I think it. somebody was like, hey, that's a pretty good idea for a movie. I'm just going to do that. So, <laughs> it's about like, it's about a family. It's about a troubled kid in a family. His parents have recently divorced. He, he's trying to make sense of dad and mom not living together. Sure. They live in the Pacific Northwest. This is all Hello Sasquatch, by the way. Um, he ends up meeting Sasquatch and Sasquatch is a radical dude. Like it's like Encino man, like Sasquatch skatesboards with him. And he's s- like
1: crunchy, the surf dog, He's
0: just like crunchy, the surf dog. And he ends up bringing the family together at the end. Uh, I think mom and dad stay divorced. So it's like a lesson, you know, it's like a Mr. Rogers episode. Like sometimes parents don't love each other. Um, but he, he gets to keep Sasquatch as a friend. That's hello Sasquatch. Aloha Sasquatch. The not very successful sequel is they go on vacation in Hawaii, of course, and they, they have to sneak Sasquatch to Hawaii on the airplane. <laughs> You're like, this God. is my uncle, Saz Anderson. Did
1: they give him like a really bad shave job
0: and he just sure, and they yeah? Have to but I think he has like yeah, he has like a fisherman's hat and like <laughs> big Ray Bans and like a like a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, you know what?
1: You're gonna f- we're finally gonna get to see Bigfoot surf. We're gonna get you to know, see Bigfoot it's been, surf. It's been a long human existence, yeah. but It's all culminated. To surfing. That's it.
0: And I think to make it fun, the villain is going to be like poachers they're like fish poachers they are killing dolphins or something and
1: then they're like wait there's a yeti
0: yeah even rarer and so they they decide they're going to capture Sasquatch and the kid has to rescue him and everything ends up being fine that's Aloha Sasquatch and by the way my favorite movie of all time okay, Aloha Sasquatch
1: well I hope you enjoyed your presence because I adored mine thank you very well, much well I
0: I think I have Vanessa Williams this and I think I have saved you the best for last oh so just to just to put a little I, 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 I a little I capstone little... on on this this particular holiday
1: i didn't know there was something else coming yeah
0: there's one there's one more behind present the tree. tucked it behind the tree yeah you dog
1: uh, let's see here god damn it drew <laughs> this might be a real title i don't know the homework ate my dog <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face is delicious you know you spend literally your younger siblings life with them you try to have a constructive relationship <laughs> built on love or whatever and then Christmas comes around mm-hmm. and they give you The Homework Ate My Dog you know what though The Homework Ate My Dog this is a fun movie it is it is a kids film but it's like Frank oh, and Wiener. okay. It, it is out there I mean how could it not be a kids movie it's the ultimate kids phrase sure. but flipped flipped on its head Oh, God, how dark am I going to go with this? I don't know, bud. The homework ate my dog. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Okay. Science fair. So, uh, little Billy, what's his name, uh, enters into the science fair project. And um, he's trying to make one of those baking soda volcanoes. Great. I made one. Did you ever make one? I don't know. Uh, They're stupid. Um, But um, his dad is a chemist. Mm. And so there's stuff laying around in the garage. Sure. And... um, Boy, if he does not uh, put the wrong mixture in that bad boy before he takes it to the science fair. <laughs> okay. And, uh, you know, Spot is milling around, his little buddy Spot. And, mm-hmm. boy, he gets he gets dunked in chemicals. He's, he's swimming in them. Okay. And uh, it looks like he's just melted uh, into goo. Oh, God. Um, but, oh, Lord. As this movie progresses, he slowly, a la Dr. Manhattan, reconstitutes himself trying to take dog shape and really failing. He's very much Ghostbuster hellhounding himself back into existence. But of course, little Billy Watts' name still loves Spot. Sure. And so much, not only hide him, but keeping him from as a hellhound, devouring the other residents of the neighborhood Wow! and slowly using his father's chemicals, trying to find a way to bring Spot back because... His homework ate his dog. <laughs> God, I hope I got out of that one. Well done.
0: Oh. I didn't know how you were gonna go. You could have gone like my science project or uh-huh. like kid flick. Okay.
1: But frightening kid flick. Yeah. That's Weird. like a, that's like the yeah. game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Kids movies that just shouldn't be kids' movies.
1: Well, are we done? The floor is littered with paper and Jake Busey, stop playing with
0: the paper.
1: That kid, that kid does not mind. Next year, when <laughs> Gary calls, you can't bring Jake.
0: I had to get a, I had to get a bow out of his mouth. He was chewing on a bow.
1: Did you see the war crime he committed in our <laughs> toilet? No more Jake Busey at the party.
0: Oh, he's fine. He just had a little too much eggnog.
1: I'm sorry. I was just a little bit bitter. I, I'm also just glowing though from the generosity <laughs> that I just experienced. So I love it. I hope you had a good time. I had a really nice. You had a great time,
0: time Blair. Happy holidays.
1: <laughs> well, we kind of need to get back to the party. I'm worried that having Gary Busey and Nick Nolte in the same house might not be covered by your insurance. Yeah, God
0: willing, they don't station. <laughs> <laughs> my well, god
1: <laughs> Gary Nolte you into
0: though <laughs> Willem Dafoe <laughs> oh god
1: <laughs> oh my god they're all three here we really need to get out of here let's do some housekeeping and then get back to keeping your house uh,
0: I want to thank Brian Ahrens for our uh, voiceover introduction uh, if you're interested in uh, hiring him out for some VO work you can find him at BrianArensVO.com
1: and uh, I'd like to thank the band Pinko for the use of their song Oedipus Sex as our theme music you can find them on Bandcamp uh, uh, it comes from their self-titled album they have a whole lot of music please check out Pinko they're a really great band
0: yeah keep sending us your movie titles uh, we'll get back to making hypothetical movie titles here uh, pretty quick uh, you can do that at planetxcinema.com there's a little submit button um, you can email us at, at gmail.com, Uh or as Danny is fond of saying we're on all the shits find us Facebook, Instagram, wherever um, hit us up with your titles we'll we'll turn them into righteous trash movies
1: please come down to Kunstler Brewing on December the 28th we're going to show uh, three very strange uh, holiday specials we're going to play some games we're gonna wear some dumb clothes. It's gonna be a blast. Bring your kids and your pets or whatever. Just show up. It'll be great. We're gonna have a good old time. Anything else before we get back to our Planet Xmas holiday party, Drew? I don't think so. Happy holidays, Blair. Happy holidays, Drew. The search for Planet X is just a right jolly old time. Oh, 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 oh. Get Man. off of the roof, Gary! Gary, get off of the fucking roof! You know what? They might have made Halloweeners.